Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. That's right. My name is Mike Piorworski. I am your co-host from the East Coast. That's the coast with the most from the co-host with the most here on The Rundown. Two A Views, conservative news. Craig, how was your weekend? Uh, it, it was actually very nice. I got a chance to get a little bit of rest in. I was at a conference all last week in San Diego, so it was a lot of, uh, you know, doing boring meetings all day and then, uh, you know, having fun, you know, hanging out with friends and the wife in the evenings. Uh, it was nice to get home and do some, get some rest. And actually last night went and uh, just went and looked at some Christmas lights with my granddaughter. Oh, isn't that sweet? The Christmas lights. Is that uh, now? How do you power those up there in California? I know you don't have that kind of energy for that kind of stuff. Well, you know, hopefully we hope that there's a nice windstorm, you know, so that they can get the turbines going and uh, or that it's sunny, which is a little difficult at night. But, you know, hey, we do what we can. Yeah. The old solar power powered flashlight gimmick. I got you. <laughs> uh, there's you drive people you drive by and there's someone sitting there on a the bike just going. <laughs> Yeah, Lance Armstrong out front. <laughs> How was your weekend? Uh, you know, not too bad. Um, uh, did uh, I, I moved stuff from one hangar to another hangar? The problem is they were about uh, thirty miles apart, and so uh, uh, managed to clean both hangars by doing that, balancing my hangar gear at both different hangars. Um, so that went well. And then yesterday, went and uh, took the fam uh, to see elf in the movie theater you know the greatest christmas one of the greatest christmas movies of all time very nice very nice well that is good that is you know it's funny how some of these christmas movies man just no matter how many times you watch them it's like you it's on the list you have to watch it year after year listen um elf is my i call it my holiday bring it on you know uh it's it's one that i'm going to watch no matter when it comes on and i can quote the whole movie to you and you know that's the way i feel about the grinch Wait, the like the, the cartoon one or no, the no, the one with one? Jim Carrey. No, it was just, it was just. Oh, it was hilarious! Crap. It is hilarious. No, no, you sit on a throne of lies. No, that's that's <laughs> that's. The... <laughs> I believe someone mentioned a check. Hey, <laughs> yeah, uh... right, listen, it's got its couple of points, but uh, it's I, know, I just I can't get over the Grinch in there. The, the visual of him just doesn't work for me. You know? <laughs> well, if he makes you want up. Then they did what they were supposed to do with the Grinch. Yeah, yeah, it's no elf, but we'll, we'll, we'll it's our. It is. It. I will give you that one. It is no elf, but it'll do. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. As long as we both have our uh, our holiday movies, we can watch. Even if yours is bad, it's okay. Anyway, moving right along, let's go ahead and get into the program. Mike, how about you give a shout out to our sponsors? Yes, let's say hello to good friends over there at Hitman Industries. That's hitmanindustries.net, hitmanindustries.net. Uh, if you got an AR in the past five years, probably have one of their barrels and don't even know about it. Well, now you can go buy direct from them, get your own barrel for your own build, or rebarrel the rifle you have. That's hitmanindustries.net. California Republican Assembly fighting a good fight behind enemy lines. Get with them. Listen, you want to see and be involved with who their next round of recommendations are inside, uh, inside California. Uh, then, uh, then make sure you look up the California Republican Assembly. The, uh, if you want some awesome field gear, hunting gear, tactical gear, combat gear, whatever it happens to be, 
go to uscombatgear.com. And of course, holiday season is upon us. It's time to buy some gifts. Head over to Hog Holsters, H-A-W-G holsters.com. That's hogholsters.com for the best concealment tactical holsters you're ever going to find. Great prices, veteran owned and operated, and now you can use the discount code THE RUNDOWN, all caps, no spaces, and get those gifts are flowing. Folks, these are the folks who bring us to you, and they do so because they want us to bring you to them. So do us a favor, do yourself a favor. Follow the links to their websites in the description of this program. Check them out. I promise you will like what you see. When you do, spend some money with them or donate some money to them, and uh, tell them that the guys over at The Rundown sent you. All right, we're going to go ahead and we're going to get into today's news. We're going to start with this first story. Uh, I, I I'm pretty sure you, you, you've already heard all about this, but I'm sure you have not heard our take on it. And that has to do with the recent Twitter censorship data dump. Now, uh, early in the weekend, uh, Elon Musk decided that he was going to tease the fact that uh, there was going to be a ton of information. What he's going to do is he was going to release or make available to uh, Matt Taibbi, who's always, who's always been a big... Uh, he's, he's not a conservative, but he's very much a free speech, uh, advocate. Uh, but anyway, so he was going to release to him all of the data and the information and emails and stuff relating to the censorship of the Hunter Biden laptop story prior to the 2020 election. And, uh, then on Saturday, Matt Taibbi released a series of tweets uh, that amounted to almost a, uh, a, a, a Julian Assange, Assange level of, of data dump with information and data basically showing uh, a couple of things. Number one, it showed that uh, there were people within, the, within the, the security agencies, the FBI specifically, uh, who were talking and meeting with the folks over at uh, not just Twitter, but Facebook, and, and they were meeting with all the social media companies, but this specifically was pointing to and talking about Twitter. Uh, but they were meeting with all these companies, talking to them about you know misinformation that was going to be coming forward. And uh, they were very specific in that they were talking about specific data relating to Hunter Biden. They didn't say what it was. All they said was it is that it is going to be fake. They also note in these partic- in this particular data release that uh, the decision that was there was a decision that was initially made. Then senior level staff got involved in the decision, and they decided to stand by the decision. They changed the rationale. At first, they said, uh, "Well, it was hacked information. They used hacked information." Well, it wasn't. Turns out it wasn't hacked information because it required. They are required under their hacked information. Uh, there, it's required. It has to have been reported. Uh, by law enforcement. They had to have made the determination that it was hacked. So they couldn't say that. So then they called it unsafe, which usually is reserved for stuff like child pornography. In any case, there's a series of messages going back and forth between uh, staff members and attorneys and leadership. And even one member of Congress got involved in this whole conversation about censorship about censoring this 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 information and mike uh, suffice it to say that it, it appears that uh, it appears what we already knew was that at the request of a law enforcement agency 
that information about uh, about that information uh, relevant to the 2020 election was in fact withheld from the public or censored. Uh, and, and the other, oh, the last thing was uh, it seemed very clear that uh, the CEO uh, Dorsey did not know that this was going on. Yeah, listen, I, I, don't, I don't care if it's Facebook or uh, or Twitter. I, I don't think uh, either one of their executives have any idea what's going on over there. You're talking about, uh, you know, uh, incredibly large, uh, you know, machines that are operating, and, and there's no way for them to know every piece that's going on. Does Is the, is the captain responsible for what happens that goes on the ship? Uh, obviously, and we, and we, we know that. We'll, we'll hold up to those standards. But to expect them to know what's going on daily with every decision is, is, uh, is just not realistic. Um, but, Craig, uh, you know, listen, uh, you, we know what we saw. Right? We know what we've seen now. Uh, uh, you know, you have the the FBI uh, that has information that can hurt President Trump. Uh, you know, hurt, hurt his chances to win, or information that will, or excuse me, will increase President Trump's chance to win and hurt uh, uh, you know candidate Joe Biden at the time. So what do they do? The FBI says, um, okay, listen, here's some actual bad information. Uh, let's tell Twitter it's it's false so they don't spread it. So the FBI comes and lies to Twitter, right? Lies to Facebook, lies to social media groups and said, listen, it's wrong. So they show up like, oh, man, you know, this, here's, here's, here's a law enforcement agency, a respected law enforcement agency going to these organizations. And these organizations, Craig, they go, oh, well, we don't want to be responsible for spreading false information, right? So they, so they, they, they shut it down. They don't let it happen. So we we know the FBI the FBI played them, the FBI played them. This is a disinformation campaign, right? Uh, um, and 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 now we have the proof from Twitter that this actually occurred. That Twitter was was confronted by the FBI and said, "Listen, these are this is false information. We've got it verified. So please don't put it out there." And then you know what they did? They said, oh, "Okay, all right, we'll, we'll go with that. We'll suppress what you want us to suppress." Well, and in, in, in Mike, it, it, according to they, it went even further than that, where they just literally, this was all about campaigns. This was all about not wanting, uh, not wanting Joe Biden to look bad. And Mike, this, the, what's interesting about this is it hasn't even gotten into, because there's, there's got to be more conversations about, okay, so how, how about all of the suppression of this data and this information and how long it's been suppressed uh, going into and leading up to the 2022 election, yeah. right? Right now, because they're still saying, "Oh, it's just a, it's just an investigation into Hunter Biden." You know, the fact that everybody knows who the big guy is, everybody, everybody's heard the voicemail with, but with Joe Biden referring to his son and his business dealings and all of that. Let's ignore. We're going to ignore all of that exists, but we're no. This is just an investigation into his son. Well, listen. Let's let's be clear on this, Craig. Um, the if 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 they showed up, uh, if Twitter all of a sudden said, "Listen, here's the email with uh, with Hillary putting the noose around Epstein's neck," or or if, here's here's the email of Joe hiding the laptop. You know, if if it's if if it was that incriminating of evidence, the left would still say, "No, I don't care. Don't care. Doesn't matter." Trump's bad. Trump's evil. But we don't, they don't care. They don't care. We see this, what's going on with January 6th. We see this, what's going on with everything since then. It's, it's what lie can I tell over and over again that uh, uh, gets rid of any bad views of, of the president and his family and staff and makes Trump look bad. That's all they're concerned with, whether it's truth or not. 
Yeah, so folks, if you want to read the entire series of tweets, uh, this is the guy you're looking to go to, Matt Taibbi. Um, you can find, you'll find it. He's also on, he's also at Substack. Uh, but check him out. You got to go back through because the tweets were all on Saturday. But go through. You can check him out. It's it's got uh, screenshots of emails that were in, of emails that were sent of communication sent back and forth uh, between various different folks. And it is uh, it it uh, all I will say is it is quite disturbing uh, because here's the deal: uh, Twitter, Facebook, whatever you want to say. Uh, I and I know that that we recognize that they are the new public square. And there is an argument to be made, and there are legal experts making this argument that as the new public square, uh, they uh, there needs to be some sort of a concern or regulation of their ability to censor whatever data or information, whatever pe- people's ability to be able to talk. But this even goes beyond that. If there's a demonstration that there is collusion, and I feel very comfortable using the word collusion, with government and political actors, well, now we are specifically talking about a free speech violation. And uh, that is that is something that is quite dangerous. Uh, and, uh, you know, quite frankly, I think is in part the cause of uh, an item we're going to be talking about a little bit later in the show. But, um, <clears throat> but it is quite dangerous. And it is something for us very much to be concerned about. Yeah, just just a quick uh, note on the Times Square, or excuse me, uh, the the public square thing that uh, you know everybody's taking a look at. And as well, because we hear back and forth, it's not a First Amendment issue. It's not. It is a First Amendment issue. But it's a private organization. Uh, you know, Craig talked about it being the, you know, it's it's the new public square. Uh, let let's say for instance, right now, modern day times, Craig, you you own a piece of property next to the highway, right? And you got a giant billboard on that highway, and that highway, and that billboard faces that highway, and whether one person or fifty thousand people say it a day. It's your billboard. It's on your property, but you can't go put anything you want to on it uh, that's going to cause harm or, or, or you know, interfere with other people's, you know, d- you know, a daily routine. You can't go on there and write, "Joe Biden's a pedophile." You can't, you know, you can't. You just using a horrible example. You can't use that because uh, you, you declare free speech. Uh, you know, listen, it's it's your property. You can do what you want. Now you want to write that on your wall in your bedroom. That's fine, but you start putting that out in public. I don't care that it's private property. It becomes a free speech issue. Well, yeah. And uh, and what you have in this case is the 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 suppression of speech. And keep in mind, this is a company that has certain protections that other media outlets don't have, right? They have the they have protections in that uh, they can't be sued uh, because, you know, quote unquote, they're not they're not editors. Uh, they're simply sharing or distributing other people's content. But when you get to the point where you're censoring who gets to speak and who doesn't and what speech goes out and doesn't, you're no longer, you are now, you now become a publisher. You now become the media uh, and should be subject to the same uh, rules as, as any other media yeah. outlet. You're correct. Anyway, correct. keep following that. What really gets me is all the people in the media who are, trash trying to trash matt taibbi for simply putting out there information that is true that's it they're like oh thank you for being the pr arm for you know a billionaire trust me or multi-billionaire the richest man in the world trust me he doesn't need a matt taibbi to be 
uh, to be his PR guy. The thing is, Matt Taibbi has has a credibility uh, that goes beyond. He's not a conservative, and that's I th- why I think one of the reasons why he wanted to share that information with Matt Taibbi and have him decide what's going to be put out there, have him go through it and put it all together, put together the story, because he has such credibility on both sides of the aisle. It's a good plan. It's a good plan. Anyway, I am quite sure that much, much more will be coming from this. Yes, none of it, of course, being believed by the left, but we'll definitely get to see more of it. Exactly. All right, the next story has to do with COVID and the origins of COVID. Now, I'm just going to put it out there, and I realize that uh, this may this may put one of our one or several of our channels at risk, but uh, we're going to tell the story anyway. Uh, and and because by the way, this is an old story, and it's talking about the origins of COVID. Now, if this particular scientist looks familiar, it's because uh, she's been on uh, Tucker Carlson and on Fox News talking about. Uh, the origins of COVID almost since day one. Uh, She has been, uh, videos of her have been banned from YouTube and from Facebook, although I think they're now unbanning them now that we know that there is uh, credible evidence uh, that that it actually did originate, that it is man-made, number one, and number two, it did originate from a lab in China. Uh, But now there's another scientist, a whistleblower named Andrew Huff, who worked for the New York-based nonprofit uh, that started these viruses. Uh, And, uh, you know, he talked about how basically we here in the U.S., our government, Mike, made this stuff available, this technology available to the Chinese uh, so that they could study it because we had decided, our government decided yeah, no, we're not cool with you guys studying that stuff here in the U.S. So we're gonna we're gonna make it so we're gonna help the Chinese be able to study it. I mean, Mike, it, I so number one, it implicates doesn't just implicate China and that lab, but it also implicates uh, folks like Dr. Uh, Anthony Fauci or the people who are dis, who are behind the whole uh, 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 gain of function research. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Can I bring that bring the photo back up again there? Let's see uh, the, that, the web page there. I want to just point something out on the picture here. Uh, scroll up a little. There we go. Now down some, down some. Um, and, and if you look at the uh, the individual pictures in the bottom there, I'm not sure what Jesus has to do with the story, but he's got a he's got a nice shot there in the, in the picture. <laughs> um, just you know, I mean, maybe Jesus is coming for Joe Biden. I don't know. I have no idea, but um, it's uh, uh um. It's clear. It's clear, Craig, that uh, you know. You know how many times do we have to be told, uh, you know, what the origin of this is, uh, and, uh, and 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 to hear the other the opposite side go, no, 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 that's not what happened. Uh, to hear the Europeans go, well, here's the origin, and they go, no, 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 that's not what happened. To hear it, you know, now the, the this woman is is no longer being uh, you know suppressed with her with her speech, and and people say, no, 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 that's 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 not what happened. Uh, again, just like we mentioned in the last story, it doesn't matter. I mean, if you brought them, it brought the, it brought it to the the left on the silver platter and said, "Here it is. This is what happened. It's outlined. It's perfect. There's pictures. There's arrows. It's circles. It's uh, eight by ten color glossies with, with you know paragraphs on the back telling you what happened." They'd still go, "No, no, it's just you. you that's that's not what happened. That's not what happened. It's 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 it's, it's as if you know I'm, I'm ready to stop spinning our wheels to prove the truth because even when we prove the truth." 
uh, they don't care. It's just, it's, they don't care. Now, mind you, he was talking about, just to be clear, he, he worked for this nonprofit back in 2014 through 2016. So we're talking about the time in which Barack Obama was president. Uh, and by the way, Anthony Fauci was still doing what he's doing. He was still funding gain-of-function gain of research. Uh, he was giving money. Uh, he had the government giving money to the Wuhan lab. They said it wasn't for gain-of-function, but let's see. We give them the technology to, to, to study gain-of-function. We give them money we say is for something else, not gain-of-function. Yep. And then they study gain-of-function using the technology yes. we gave them. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's I, just... I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I am saying, so, you know. <laughs> let, them, let them ban half of us, see how that works. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, just folks, once again, another, uh, another conservative uh, reporting that took place early on or years ago uh, that we now know is true, that was suppressed by social media, was suppressed by Google and YouTube and all of those folks, was suppressed by the mainstream media, and now we now know, once again, proven that it's true. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, uh, I recall back to the, the Jon Stewart interview he did on uh, Colbert, I think it was, right? Right. And they were trying to figure out the legal origin of this thing, right? And I know yes. that, you know, it's more gain-of-function and all that, but it's, uh, uh, you know... It's it's kind of hard to not believe that the Wuhan virus didn't come from the Wuhan Virology Institute, right? You know, it's just it's like, like right there. Like they found it in the trash can outside. You know, it's just right there. <laughs> yeah, little little hard to believe, but, you know, somehow the media convinced the left that that was, in fact, the case. Oh, somehow, you know, because the... As, the, as we said in the last story, look who the players were in charge of those organizations, yeah. Well, you know, basically, when you, when you want it to be the truth, you want it to yep. be the truth. <sighs> control Speak the media, control the message, control mm -hmm. the message, control the, control the masses, and that's what they did. All right. And, you know, moving on to our next story. Now, this is one that uh, is going to make for an interesting conversation. Um, Donald Trump is known for saying things. Uh, he's known for hyperbole. He's known for exaggeration. Uh, uh, I would say that he is much more liked for what he does and the policies that he implements. But very quite recently, uh, Donald Trump, uh, through his uh, truth, through his uh, truth social, uh, sent out a what he calls a truth that basically called for the quote unquote termination of of the constitution now he didn't call for a, a a a a termination of the entire constitution uh but i'll tell you what i will let his words i'll i'll let i'll let his words uh speak for themselves and then we'll talk about it he says so the revelation of massive and widespread fraud and deception in working closely with big tech companies the dnc and the democrat party do you throw the presidential election results of 2020 out and declare the rightful winner? Or do you have a new election? A massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. Our great founding fathers did not want and would not condone false and fraudulent 
elections. All right, Mike. What Mike, say ye Craig, about the president's up. statement? Leave, leave that up. Bring that back. Bring that okay. back. Um, I know you got your mouse, your little mouse uh, pointer there, right there. I can see it down there on the bottom. Um, I would like you to point out to me the part where Donald Trump says we need to throw out the Constitution. <clears throat> well, all he says is we need to terminate all rules and regulations and articles, even those found in the Constitution. Is he that what he said to do? Out. Did he tell you to do that? What he said was, and, and the first part, if you'll notice at the first part, there's a question mark at the end of it. Right. right? He says, so now that we have this revelation of massive and widespread fraud and deception uh, that worked with big tech companies, DNC and the Democrat Party, do you throw out the election results and declare a rightful winner or do you have a new election? He asks a question and then he gives mm -hmm. a possible answer. Uh, a massive, or excuse me, you know, one of one of the rules that you could follow. He says a massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for termination of rules, blah blah blah. Even the rules found in the Constitution. He, I, I don't see where he says throw out the Constitution. He's asked a question. Listen, the, we we know that uh, we know that there's bad information out there. That, that false information was put out by by DNC and tech companies. So what would you do? Do, do you do you throw that out them or do you have a new election? What do you do? Because according to the, the the regulations we have, we're allowed to do this. So what's your decision? What would you do? I don't see anywhere on here Donald Trump telling you that it's okay to throw out the Constitution. He has said that there's termination of all rules, regulations, and articles even found in the Constitution. Craig, so let's come back. Let's get into the theoretical of this now. Um, let's come back to on screen. So I, I'd like to refer you to the Declaration of Independence. Right. Okay. And what it says your duties are when you're faced with overwhelming tyranny uh, and, and, and there is no other way. When, when the system becomes so corrupt that the laws being used against you exercising your freedoms, well, then you have to throw off that form of government. That's exactly what the Declaration of Independence, I'm paraphrasing, um, mm -hmm. but that's what the Declaration of Independence says. And, and that's what he's saying there in that second part is... Listen, when the, the, the document we love and respect so much has been turned inside out and being used against us to force tyranny upon us, then it's our duty to look for another solution. That's what he said. Mm. I think that's a real positive spin. I, 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 think, I, think, I think what you're saying is what he meant, uh, but I, did, I think he inartfully said it. I don't know. I think he said it rather well. I, I think it's I don't. Everybody reads so far. <laughs> I don't. I, I, I honestly don't. Draws, draws a conclusion that they say Trump says throughout the Constitution. No, Trump did not say that. Trump said Trump says in this, if our founding fathers were faced with this, they would have been able to recognize that. Hey, this is exactly what we talked about. <laughs> you know, if we get to this point, you know, if we if we continue to have tyranny. Do we say, oh, Craig, well, you know, listen, I can't I can't throw off tyranny because the Constitution says I can't. Well, I'll put it to you this way. I think what we do is that we find if we find out that uh, if, if there if this is not addressed, then that, then, in fact, it does equate to tyranny. But near, we are now at a point where now that the truth has been revealed, we have to see exactly how does government handle it? What are the repercussions of? Of this, because first of all, I think these agencies need to be handled. These agencies that decided that they were going to take it upon themselves to impact, uh, to affect the outcome of of an upcoming election. Uh, yeah, whoever these officials are, th yeah, 
yeah, they, there need there needs to be a reckoning among among them. Number one, number two, amongst these tech companies uh, and media companies that suppressed that that deliberately suppressed the truth, and as we find out that it was politically motivated, uh, I think they definitely also need to be held accountable. Um, I think that the suspension of of the con- of rules and items within the Constitution. Uh, are become appropriate if if there is in fact no remedy but then at that point what we are talking about is revolution we're not i mean we're talking we're not we're not talking about uh you know we're not we're not talking about a simple changing of the rules i mean we're not talking about a simple ignoring of the rules it's much more than that once you throw once you say yeah no we're just going to unwind everything you know, you say, uh, you know, we, we would not, uh, you know, we would not do this unless we had, you know, evidence or this occurred or anything like that. But, you know, uh, Craig, this is what happened in the, in the 2020 election, you know, whether, you know, you, you tie it to a, a, a national effort or an individual cell effort, you know, and I've compared this numerous times to the, the terrorism uh, ideology, you know, the, the jihad at the top, and then you have the smaller cells carrying out independent operations. And that's what happened with the, the erection flawed uh, we, we saw. And we know that we had judges in place that had the ability to stop this. We had the, they had the ability to, to, to stop, you know, the, you know the, the new party from being sworn in, and they elected to not do so. And they did so out of, out of I, I don't know, you, you can call it, uh, you know, personal cowardice or whatever you want. They said, rather than, you know, come to the point where there could be bloodshed here, you know, we're, we're just going to find with this side and continue to live under the this limited rule of tyranny that we live under. I, I, I'm okay. I'm okay with allowing this to uh, continue rather than risk personal injury. Uh, you know, and, and stand uh, up for what uh, what the right I, thing is. I would more. I would more like to see a legal analysis of the actual claims made separate from standing because in most cases where there were charges where there were files cases filed the issue the number one issue in which the reason why they got got thrown out was standing and i I would like to find out number one well who exactly would have had standing uh to file those cases uh so that we can know at least for future elections uh but the other thing is is that i'd like to know well if they had standing what would have been the likely legal outcome of those cases? And th- those are two questions that two years later, we still do not have the answers to that I think we need to, or at least legal scholars need to be pushing to try and develop the answers to. Yeah. So, sorry. Again, it gets a, uh, for me, it's a, uh, it's a lack of integrity and personal cowardice. Tell me, tell me how this judge says, uh, or why this judge says, oh, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't rule on uh, you know these votes and these ballots being counted from pulled under a table because of standing. Yet a judge in, in Hawaii can rule on what's going on on the Texas border. Uh, well, they're, they're, they're okay. So my, my my point to you on that one is that that's apples and dump trucks, and there are there are facts and legal information that are that that is good. It would take me too long to pull up to discuss relating to the two, but it's apples and dump trucks. It's, it's it's a it's hypocrisy you have you have you have one judge it's not hypocrisy they're two different cases with two different sets of facts it's 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 about standing we're talking about craig we're not talking about facts we're talking about standing no my, the, the specific example you brought up regarding the ballots that was not an issue of standing that was that was something that was that was something okay, else to get rid of that specific issue let's talk election yeah. flawed yes. versus immigration 
So those two general topics, mm -hmm. one judge who has no standing can claim standing and another one who has standing claims he doesn't want it. That goes down to integrity and personal cowardice. Well, that once again, that's why I'm like, how do you determine who has standing? If you want to compare the two, then I'd like to have a legal expert to tell me why does what is the why do why does this plaintiff because it's not the judge who has standing, it's the plaintiff, right? Whoever's filing the lawsuit has to have has to have a standing or prove harm. They have to have a reason why they get to file that case. And my point is, is the reason why a lot of these election cases got thrown out was because they it was because of standing. Like, well, in some cases, it was like Texas was suing in another state, and they're like, "Well, you don't have any standing, Texas." I, I just I, I'd like to know why you why that is the case. If because if if it isn't the case, then we do have major problems here. And if there is a legal reasoning or a rationale behind it, I'd like to hear it. Craig, you, you're, I think you're looking for an answer that doesn't exist. You're looking for the absolute perfect well, example, example with with no no chance of misinterpretation. And if you continue to wait, you'll be standing there in a state with with uh, with eight dollar gallon gas. Uh, you, you you know you'll have a. Uh, uh, no control over your own physical, uh, mental, mental, met, or excuse me, medical uh, issues. And uh, oh, wait, you have that in California. Well, the rest of the country, we're not. We're, <laughs> I'm not willing to wait. The rest are not willing to wait. If you wait for the perfect well, answer, well, then, 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 armed revolution is the next step. I mean, that's a, that's my point. My point is, I would rather exhaust every possible, every possible scenario to make sure before we go to that 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 next step because no one knows how that final step eventually ends okay, craig it, you sound like you're on the train to the uh, to the village they're going to let you live in in the forest so you don't have to deal with the rest <laughs> of the germans no no because trust me i'm prepared i don't i does that does not mean that i am not prepared should that time come i just want to make sure that we that that before it does that we've asked all the questions see too because I, I have seen too often where people jump to conclusions and come to find out yeah there is a reason and a rationale behind things you're you're looking for a hundred percent explanation and it's never going to i'm not i'm not looking for a hundred percent explanation i my mean? issue is is that too many of the things that we're using or claiming our evidence are, are, are reasonable or are, are there are reasonable explanations for and the things that we don't have, that, that there are things where I'm like, okay, I'd like a reasonable explanation for that. If you can't give it to me, then we have a major problem. But you, you just told me that you're not looking for a reasonable expectation. You know, you've got suitcases full of ballots being pulled out from underneath the table after the voting. Yeah, yeah that once again, in that, in, in that particular case, you keep bringing up that case, Mike, but that case has already been debunked. It's already been debunked. Even by conservatives, it's been debunked. There are reasons to be upset. This whole this whole collusion between the government and social media, that's a reason to be angry and upset. The whole change that to me is is election interference. The whole changing of election law in order to make it easier for people to cheat in elections, that's an issue. That's that is that is a real issue. The the ballots under the table thing, the Dominion voting machines, I'm sorry, but those have those have, those items have either been debunked or they've just proven not to be the issue that many of us have claimed that they were. So what you're what you're saying is you don't have hundred percent proof, so that's why you don't believe it. I'm saying that I don't have proof of those things being true. 
like I said, I you keep you keep bringing the the the, the balance, but I've I've already read a number of articles from liberals and conservatives that explained exactly what was going on with those ballots. I yes, those and those were and again, now we go back to where I started with those that rather than rather than find the truth hid behind uh, you know the, their lack of personal courage and integrity to come up with an answer. I don't want to see a fight here, so I'm going to I'm going to put this out there and we'll call it good. No, I think I no, no, and that, that's not the case. Wanting to seek and make sure that you have the truth is not a lack of personal integrity. Being too lazy to look for the truth is a lack of personal integrity. One hundred percent will never occur. Craig, you've been married for, for a, a number. I'm, I'm of not. Years. I'm not. Lo- I'm not looking for a hundred percent. I'm looking for a. Prepon- I'm looking for a preponderance of the evidence. It happen at home. How could it happen at work and in the government? Well. Uh, I, I once again, I'm looking for beyond a reasonable doubt. How about that? I'm not looking for 100. percent I'm looking for beyond a reasonable doubt. You're looking for preponderance. You're looking for 75. There you go. 75. percent So 75. So 75 percent is your threshold for for tyranny. Got it. Got it. Uh, no, for for overthrow for well, for the direction that such a conversation goes. I'll put it to you that way. Right. 75 percent. Yeah. You want to be 75% convinced that you've been wrong before you do anything about it. No, that's not true. You just said that. No, no. I said before you start taking before you start taking drastic steps. How about that? That's what I mean. Okay, so you want 75% before you take a drastic step, before you're yes. wronged. Yes. Okay. All right, well, we know what your level is. Okay. Yeah, some folks, not so much. Moving right along. Good conversation, though. Appreciate it. (laughs) All right, moving right along. A study says there are a record number of gun deaths. But, Mike, the interesting thing about this study is uh, it it, it ain't quite right. In this particular study, what they're pointing to is there's a record number of gun deaths, right? And they're pointing to this. And, by the way, the study was done by, by, uh, by Emory University. Uh, and in this thing, they're talking about, uh, once again, unprecedented levels of, of deaths relating to or involving firearms. And they're pointing to the accessibility and the increase of purchases of firearms, in particular during COVID and during the, the I, I don't know if we can call it the summer of love, uh, but we can call it the summer of uh, the summer of George Floyd. But what they're ignoring in this entire study and our good friend, uh, uh, Lee Williams actually points out uh, over at Ammoland, what they're ignoring is, well, they're ignoring the fact that, well, the woke laws or the, uh, how shall we say, the smart on crime policies that were passed by Democrats across the country. Yes. Yes, they are. Uh, uh, listen, Lee Williams, uh, you know, good friend uh, of, of, of ours, of the Second Amendment uh, as well. Uh, and, and does an excellent, uh, uh, you know, uh, piece here. I, I think you and I discussed this at, at, at one point. Uh, you know, this is this is all, uh, you know, pieces and facts that, that that they put together based on their own interpretation, right? Uh, Craig, how many times do we have to have the conversation where, uh, you know, according to you know crazy moms that demand everything, there's something like forty-seven thousand mass shootings that have occurred so far this year, uh, and it's because they they they're redefining their own terms, uh, or they do a a simple, you know, uh, uh, you know, internet research, and they find one story that comes up twelve times. So, well, that's twelve times that that occurred. Um, 
you know, he's he's pointed out the the error of their research. He's pointed out, uh, uh, you know, how their 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 suppositions are put together incorrectly. Uh, and and it's and it's it's good to have people like Williams Lee Williams on our team. Yeah, I mean this this once again. And folks, this one thing is Emory University. This is probably, I mean, I'm willing to bet if I go back and I look through it again, you'll find out this is probably a government-funded study. Uh, we have the Gun Research, Gun Violence Research Center at UC Davis, once again, receiving government money. And the problem is, is that all of the data and whatnot that they're putting together is all, I, I can't even, you can't even really call it data because what they're doing is, is they're swinging or they're swaying all of their research towards the idea of promoting the banning of privately owned firearms. Uh, that's their goal. They're, they're turning the facts uh, to the way they want. And listen, it's as simple as a statement like um, 100% of all people arrested with guns had guns. Oh, my God. We had 100% had guns. You see how bad guns are, Craig? Yes. Um, they're horrible. Okay. More. They're bad. Just, they're bad. We need to ban them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not the people, not the people. Right. Or how about this? The number, when they say, for example, well, the number of the amount of ghost guns that have been confiscated by law enforcement has increased a thousand times. Yeah. You know, there was one confiscated last year. There were 10 confiscated this year. That's a thousand percent increase. That's right. And since last year, you've made them illegal because last year they weren't illegal, which is why there were not that many seizures of them. Um, oh, hey, bring that photo back up here, Craig, of the uh, the front page there. This one, yeah, way way too much plaid, guys. Okay, and at least <laughs> at least one of you got your uh, got your your Coast Guard life preserver on there to to try and keep from drowning behind the counter, but uh, <laughs> way way too much plaid. Yeah, yeah, dude looks well. I mean, okay. So the question is, he's the guy who's working behind the counter. Which means that unless yeah. the heat's not on in the store, uh, why do you have your vest on indoors? I, again, all I can think is it's uh, you know it's actually a shipboard FFL, and he's worried about uh, you know the escape route. Uh, you know he doesn't want to drown. You know? Shouldn't shouldn't your patrons also have on their life vest? Hey, listen, if you want to take safety, uh, you know, not seriously, that's up to you, sir. But I'm going to wear my vest. <laughs> very funny. Very funny. Anyway, long story short, folks, don't believe all the studies that you see out there. Look for folks like Lee Williams over at the Second Amendment Foundation to uh, help uh, hip you to the misinformation that is in these particular studies. Don't forget your life preserver. <laughs> don't forget your life preserver. All right, we're going to move on to our parting shots. Uh, the first one here, if you want to know why so many people are willing to fight for Donald Trump and... And, and just so you know, right now his poll numbers are about 30% favorability. Uh, it, it, once again, there's a core of people who are just solid behind President Donald Trump. And all you have to do is look at his comparison uh, to his predecessor, or to not to his predecessor, to the person who followed him, shall we say. Um, you want to go ahead and describe this one to the to the folks who are just listening, Mike? Yeah, and I think listen. Is it the opposite of predecessor? Isn't that post assessor? Would that be post assessor? I don't. I do not know. Post assessor. Um, the uh, anyway. <laughs> hey, if we're making up uh, facts, we can make up words. There you uh, go. Let's see. We got. <laughs> we got, and I meant by making up facts, I'm talking about the Biden side here on the picture. There you um, go. Yeah, this is this is the difference between uh, 45 and 46. All right. Uh, 
Under Biden, uh, inflation 8.3%. Under Trump, 1.4%. And remember, he had to deal with the last year of, uh, of COVID forced upon him. Um, under, uh, under, under Biden, gas is at 391. Under Trump is at 231. Now, I don't know where, where that's been. Maybe this is an old one, but I know gas was at $1.71 when, on, on Election Day here in Florida. And, uh, and now it, it's, it's gone up to as high as $5. Uh, uh, let's see, mortgage rates, six and a half percent under Biden, three and a quarter under Trump. Uh, open borders versus secure borders, high crime versus low crime. Uh, war. Uh, listen, uh, Biden is having to deal with what's going on in Ukraine. And listen, if you don't think we're involved in Ukraine, we've done everything except send conventional battalions and brigades of forces there. There are special operations there. All of our money's there and tons of equipment is. There would be uh, no war in them. Ukraine if it weren't for the United States because they would have been conquered already. Yep. Well, no, if, if, if we had the previous president, the invasion never would have occurred. There you uh, go. I agree. And, and let's see, we have, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you say, like, oh, there, there'd be no war there because it would have been over already. Well, that's not a good thing, Craig. That's not a good thing. Um, I, I know it's not a good thing. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's it. Um, so you're okay with war as long as it's over in a week. Gotcha. You're like the German blitzkrieg. Kind of style. <laughs> I like it. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, vaccinations forced versus voluntary. Uh, and then, uh, the next one I think is, is still subjective. I want to see the medical report, uh, dementia. Yes. For Biden. No, for, uh, for Trump. Again, I want to see the medical report. He's clear to everything. Everybody he's suffering for some sort of mental, uh, you know, disability that's, that's, uh, that's, that's creeping up on him. And the last one, this is just a fact. Um, a crackhead son, yes for Biden, no for Trump. Well, I, you know, Mike, I think it depends on do you consider, is he is he currently a crackhead or is he formerly a crackhead? I think it's one of those, Craig, like uh, like they say, uh, listen, you, 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 you lay one brick, right? And now you're a bricklayer forever, right? There you go. Once a crackhead, always you know a crackhead. Of, yeah, if you, if you know the rest <laughs> of that part of that analogy, yeah, once a crackhead, always a crackhead. Uh, there you go. There you go. Okay, this next one, uh, well, it's in honor of all of the memes that we like to do here at The Parting Shot. Uh, uh, this is a picture of uh, Jack Kennedy giving a speech, and he says, we choose to offend leftists with memes, not because it is easy, but because but it is fun. It is fun. <laughs> Very good. Nice, nicely done, sir. Nicely done. Bravo. <laughs> Bravissimo. Bravissimo. All right, so I, cho I chose right, to I use that one because I really, really, really wanted to use this next one. All right, so we all know that uh, uh, Pete Davidson, uh, the, the comedian, the guy from Saturday Night Live, uh, is, is – how do I want to put this? He's slaying uh, it. He's, he's, he, he is a less than physically attractive individual, we'll say. Uh, really kind of nerdy or whatnot, but dude is always with hot women. Yeah, For some reason, he's always with, in Hollywood, the, the hottest girl. So this meme is uh, what basically it says, Pete Davidson within a week after he arrives in heaven. And uh, it's a black and white photo. And uh, who might that be sitting next to Pete Davidson? That's Norma Ray right there. That's uh, that's Marilyn Monroe. You know, she's, uh, <laughs> she's, she's, she's sitting there all pertified and... Uh, and, and, and Pete's just sitting there next to her, sitting there next to her. Just, you know, he's, he's got it. He's in heaven, and he's slaying it up there, too. I don't know what it is that he's got, but Pete Davidson has got it. Uh, I ain't jealous, bruh. I, I got a beautiful woman of my own. But I'm not jealous of you. I'm just proud of you. It's just nice to know. Look, if a brother got game, 
Can't be mad at him. Go, go back to that pick. Go back to that pick. That last one. Look at that suit. Look at that suit he's wearing. Is that a suit or what? That's a that's a suit right there that says uh, don't even look at me funny. Okay? Don't even <laughs> don't even look over there. That's a You know, you know who's who, who was in that picture originally? Who? That, no that would be uh, her former husband, uh, Joey D, Joe DiMaggio. Ah, okay. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Nice meme. Nice meme. All right, dude, we are like way over time, so let's uh let's do a real quick shout out to our sponsors. All right, uh, all the people listed at the bottom, go there. There you go. Check them out. Links to their websites are on. <laughs> Links to their websites are uh, are in the description of this program. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We always enjoy having good conversations with you. Tune in tomorrow, Taco Tuesday. We'll holler at you later.